When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back in action, talker go home, Nick Wilson, Clint Thompson, howdy doody. Good to be back in the saddle. It is, it's always good to be back in here and, and chatting with all of our loyal, loyal, dozens and dozens of talk or go home fans. Yes, dozens. What, dozens. What do, we, what do we call, it's not talk or go home nation, is it talk no, or go home No, we can't family? do nation, we, we can't do family. Okay. The talk or go homers. I don't okay. know. The homers? I don't know. The homers? The homers? I just want to say doe now. Doe. Oh, you said like Homer Simpson? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homer Simpson. That's a, that's a funny show. That's a, that's a great show. That's a great show. Seasons one through eight, I might give you one through 11. After that, uh, you can have it. You know, I've never seen a full season of The Simpsons. I've only watched, I don't even know if I've watched a whole episode. Well, I can tell you where you can where you can start. You can start with uh, the Ham and Spam review of of the two Simpson episodes, two of uh, mine and Hammy's favorite ones. It's a watch along style, so start it, watch it, and hear us talk over. Yes, it. Clint is on another podcast. Yeah, I figure I'd throw that out there, as if I don't do it enough. Yeah, Clint, <laughs> Clint, I'm trying to Ham bring your Spam retro review. I'm trying to bring you our dozens and dozens from here. To go with our dozens and dozens at Ham and Spam. That way we might have hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. One day, eventually. Possibly. One day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think, though, by by saying that there are dozens and dozens, I think we're insulting the people that actually do listen to this podcast. No, not really. Because uh, I know what kind of numbers Ham and Spam do, and it's dozens and dozens. Yeah, yeah. No, we've got some really cool fee- uh, people that that give us some feedback and and things like that, just like just like we do here. So, well, I got asked about the podcast today. Really, I, I, I ate lunch with Alex Farmer and Mickey Farmer. There it is, and yeah, there it is. And Alex, just it, I may have mentioned offhand talking to Mickey about him coming on this season, mm-hmm. and which Alex, has to happen, by the which way. has to happen. Season four. I mean, it hadn't happened. You know, we said it was going to happen season one. Then we said season two. Then we said season three. It's got to happen season. You four. know what I feel like this is? This is like that Jimmy Kimmel skit that he has with uh, who is it? Um, oh goodness, uh, Matt Damon. He's got with Matt. He's like, yeah, Matt Damon. We're sorry we had to bump you. And then like yeah. basically he's been quote unquote Bumped. banned banned from the show. Yeah. And like he keeps he keeps sneaking on the show now just just to be a funny thing yeah. and. That's that's the Mickey thing. Sorry, Mickey, you got bumped. You know, maybe yeah. next time. I mean, one day he will be on. He, yes, I he mean, will. It's just a scheduling conflict. I mean, because he's he's a very very busy guy. And when we record these, usually he's not in back in town yet, sure. or he's if we do it on the weekend, he's got a band gig or something else going on. So well, I mean, here here's the actual, the actual behind the scenes today. Today. We were supposed to get together. We were going to have a special guest on. Special guest wasn't able to make it, and it was, hey, do you still want to record? Yeah, sure. And it's just, let's go. Let's go. I mean, literally, that's, go that's usually how it is. It's, yeah. hey, what are you doing? Nothing much. You want to record a podcast? Sure, let's go. 
yeah. and, then, and then I'll show up and we'll we'll record a podcast. That that's, and, and a lot of times it works out really well. Oh yeah, a lot of times, most of the time, most of the time. Yeah. You know this this episode's going to air after the David Murphy episode. Okay. So this is episode season four, episode four. I didn't know we were putting names on them yet, but well, or numbers uh, to them yet, but well, we'll call in, it what in, it is. in the lineup. Just, just if it's in the lineup. Okay. If it's in a lineup, just if it's not, if this ends up being like, well, I mean, I can go back and edit that part out. Just go beep. Yeah, I can edit that part out. We're we're good at that right now, so I can edit that whole. Speaking of tacos, so now it sounds like we just started about tacos. Yeah, but tacos are very good. No, yes. So the whole, so like as we're recording this episode, it's the summer, right? Yes, because I have more time. You have a little bit more time. I've got more time because school's not in session. Sure, Ath- athletics are still going on. You know, you're involved in that. Of, yeah, but it's a and, couple hours a day. Exactly, and know. it's not every day. Exactly, most of the time. So you got more so, free time. So we're able to we're able to do this now, and then we're going to record. We're, you know, we're going to air it in the future when we don't have the free time. Speaking of Hulk Hogan, or Hulk. <laughs> Wow. Speaking of David Murphy, he just texted us in the group chat uh-huh. about Hulk Hogan is the best of all time. Mick Foley and The Rock suck. <laughs> Goldberg signed my boy's head with a magic marker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, the texts we've been getting from David Murphy all day it's have been... Gold. Have been go- and I, I, I said there was... Uh, he said, Road Dog and Eddie Guerrero both wrestled in the Asheville High School gym. Do you remember that, Clint? Nick was five years old when that happened. <laughs> and I text. Immediately, I text back. I said, I remember that. Good times. <laughs> See, now, this was right at the end of my high school career where I remember yeah. uh, Road Dog being here. I don't remember Eddie Guerrero. I do remember Road Dog. But um, this is right at the end of my high school career. And I had given some very serious thought about being a professional wrestler at this point. Yeah. I was actually going to go talk to to Mike Jackson that night and see what I could do to break into the business. And my dad just basically put his foot down and said, yeah, it ain't happening. You're going to do something else. You ain't doing that crap. So here I am. Yeah. <coughs> you would have been a great pro wrestler. I would have been I would have been something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would have been. I don't think you have the height. Wow, thanks. But you, your personality and your physical comedy, I think would have would have gotten you somewhere. Yeah, just just picture. Uh, I don't know who Chris who, Farley. Who, who I don't know who, Chris Farley as a wrestler. If Chris was, Farley did, uh, what's the uh, what's the Nacho Libre? Yeah. If Chris Farley did the Nacho Libre movie, that would be me. You do have a very Jack Black essence about you. I don't I try, mean, but thank you. Like I don't know who. This is how unqualified I was for the last episode's wrestling conversation. <laughs> I don't know who Road Dog and Eddie Guerrero are. I don't know. You know who, the Rock. I mean, I know who the Rock. Everybody knows who the Rock is, though. I don't know who Jimmy Superfly Snuka is. Snuka, not Snuka. Snuka. Sorry, yeah. S N U K A. Sorry. God. Snuka. Jimmy Superfly Snuka was the best off the top rope. <laughs> you don't. You don't know who Mick Foley is. Yes, I do know who Mick Foley okay. is, but I've never heard of Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Road Dog, or Eddie Guerrero. And Eddie Guerrero was a talent taken way too soon, and Jimmy Snuka was, you know, before all the 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 darkness that came about with him possibly, you know, doing what he did. Don't know. Uh, yeah. Don't know. You know. Well, he he allegedly killed somebody. Oh, well, that's, and it didn't get found out for like twenty years. That's heavy. And then whenever whenever they found out, he was like late in life anyway and he just 
before the trial and everything, he pretty much died. So, but it, who, who was it? Eddie Guerrero? No, that was Road Dog. No, that Jimmy was, Superfly. Yeah, Jimmy Superfly. So he would mm. used to get up. He used to wear, uh, wrestle barefoot and uh, had on like these animal print tights. And he'd get up on the uh, steel cage in Madison Square Garden and jump off the steel cage. And that's where like a lot of Mick Foley stuff came from. Like when he got thrown off the Matt Foley. Mick. Matt Foley is. <laughs> don't make me do the skit, okay? Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. make me do the You know, the Matt skit. Foley's a real person. He's a, is he a motivational speaker? No, he's. So apparently, when Chris Farley would do these bits, he would do these bits, and I, whoever I was it. in the crowd, if he knew you and you were in the crowd, he yeah. would take your name. Okay. And so one night, he. His buddy, yeah. I think he was a roommate, one of his college roommates. Okay. He was sitting in the crowd at a show one night with Chris Farley, and Chris Farley looked at him in the crowd and was like, I'm, I'm going to do your name. I'm going to be Matt Foley, the motivational speaker. My name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. And so he went on stage and did exactly that and said, you know. And then one day, the guy actually became a priest. The real Matt Foley is a priest. Wow. Now. He's, a, he's a priest. Can you imagine that story? <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'm the yeah. Matt Foley. I'm that guy. I'm yeah. the guy that I'm the name uh Matt Foley. I'm I'm where that name came from. Living and in he a called, van down by the river. So Chris called Matt Foley up one night and said, Hey, I'm 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 doing that bid on the show tonight. You need to watch. You're gonna be on. And so he tuned in that night to SNL and there he was. Matt Foley hit him. Not him, right, not based right. off of him, but his name sure. was on SNL. That's that's also I did not know that I've never heard that story. He, I think he's still alive. He's a he's a priest somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in the clergy. He God rest his soul. Chris Farley is not. I miss that man. Yes. every day. You know his cousin, first cousin Jim Farley, is the president and CEO of Ford Motor Company. <laughs> wow. Yeah, All that's right. crazy, isn't it? Didn't his brother kind of start breaking into acting here lately? Who's his brother? That's a good question. To the phone. Um, you know, oh goodness, uh, I get my names all mixed up here. Chris Farley was actually in a movie, and they had to f- uh, finish it, I think, with his cousin or with his brother because he looked so much like him. Um, the uh, the Pioneer movie, with Kevin Farley, maybe. Oh my gosh, Kevin Farley looks just just like, like him. him. Yeah, just now, like. Now him. there's also a guy named John Farley. Okay, yeah, John Farley. John Farley doesn't look anything like. <laughs> oh my god that that guy <laughs> looks like a serial killer okay john farley i hope you're a, a better looking man than what your wikipedia page says you are mm. i mean he's married and has three kids so but yeah no apparently his brother kevin far kevin looks just like chris a hundred percent now if he had the same mannerisms and everything he could just pick right back up and keep going i mean it's a little scary how similar and and their cousin Jim Farley, who's the CEO, he, when they announced the Ford F-150 Lightning the other day, I watched that announcement, and Jim Farley came up on stage, and I was a little alarmed at how similar some of the mannerisms yeah. and facial expressions were between Jim Farley and Chris Farley. It was kind of, it was really weird. Huh. Because I knew they were only, they're only like first cousins. Yeah. So. Those, uh, those Farley genes are pretty strong. Obviously. Very, very strong. Their grandfather worked at Ford, I believe. I wonder if that's the inspiration for Tommy Boy, then. 
Well, I don't know. They cars. It was auto parts, but still. Yeah, Callahan. Yeah, Callahan Auto. What's that line? I don't think there is a line. No, there. you said it last in the other episode we did about uh, my company's going bankrupt or something. Oh yeah, I did that off air. We're not doing that. Oh, you did it off. Yeah. Air. What? What? What's? The, what, can you mouth the line? Yeah, it's you know. Uh, oh, my, I remember. My dad yeah, died. Yeah, 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 my company's yeah, yeah, going yeah, in the yeah. tank. Yeah, I just want to jerk the wheel into a. Yep, bridge yep. embankment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cleaned that up. I cleaned that up. Severely, yeah. Look, oh, God, Black Sheep. You know, to me, those two movies are... So similar. So similar. But they have different nuances. The Yes. The whole scene where they're in the cop car and the nitrous oxide is in the back of the car in Black Sheep. You know, he gets pulled over, and he, instead of pulling over the right-hand lane, he pulls over to the <laughs> left-hand <laughs> lane. And the cop says, "Do you have any idea how go how fast you're going?" And, the, and Chris Farley is like, "Well, I can get her all the way up to you know whatever speed, but it's only when I'm chasing a hot girl." <laughs> and the cop's just like not having any of it. And he's like, "Oh, I don't know, maybe seventies." And he goes seven seven miles per hour. You're going seven miles per hour. <laughs> seven. seven seven miles per hour. Yeah, Stupid I saw somebody idiot. posted on social media somewhere the other day that they witnessed somebody getting pulled over for going too slow. They were going 10 miles, 5 or 10 miles an hour below the speed limit in the left lane. Uh, and they got, State Trooper pulled him over. But, yeah, man. I mean, Chris Farley, he was 33 when he died. That's crazy. 1997, from Madison, Wisconsin, he passed away in Chicago, Illinois. When, uh, when did Phil Hartman pass away? Was his 99? Phil Hartman was definitely later because Phil Hartman's last, Phil was Phil Hartman's last movie that Jingle All the Way? Me thinks. Let's see, Phil Hartman. I tell you where I miss Phil Hartman the most is on The Simpsons because he would used to, he he was the voice of uh, Troy McClure. Nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. So a year later. Wow. Uh, Phil Hartman did a great uh, thing with uh, Troy McClure. So Troy McClure was this character that that was a, a famous movie star, but he did all these um, like informational videos. Yeah, and he'd always start out like. Hi, my name's Troy McClure, and you may remember me from such videos as Dig a Grave and Save, and just just, just off-the-wall stuff. Like, yeah. like, if this particular infomercial was for saving money at home, then he would do, okay, you remember me from this, and it's other, just like Dig a Grave and Save. Yeah. That one's always stuck with it. It's always been funny. Like, who were, who were the famous pitch guys? Uh, one of them passed away. I used to watch a show called Pitch Men. Um, uh, hi, what's his name? Something, something here. You talking about uh, uh, like the guys from OxyClean or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Billy. Uh, Billy Mays. Billy here. Mays. Yeah. Hi, Billy Mays. Billy Mays, Mays here for OxyClean. Yeah. And what was the other the British guy? What was his name? Uh, they were on a show together called Pitchman. See, I don't remember that. Where okay, so they were like the two big infomercial guys yeah. of the two thousands, and. They came together for this show on, I believe it was Discovery or Science Channel, where, it, and the show was called Pitchman, and it went behind the scenes of how they made these infomercials and what it took to get a product from conception to the market. Right. And how they navigated the business of that, and it was really, really a really interesting show. I really enjoyed watching the show, and then obviously Billy Mays passed away. Mm. 
can't yeah, remember because, that British guy. Yeah, the name. British guy took over the new stuff because now the the big infomercial is the uh, the Flex Seal. Flex Seal, and what's that guy's name? Phil I, Swift. Phil I Swift. Couldn't tell you. Before we move off of this, two things. Number one, do you remember the uh, the Dell computer guy? Dude, you're getting a Dell. Yes, you remember that back yes. in the day? How, oh, how I forgot about that. How uh, just everybody knew what that was. Kind of like the. Uh, can you hear me now? From the Verizon, what about the, the Mac and the PC commercials. Do you remember those commercials? I don't remember those. Where it was Justin, what was his name? Justin Lee, Justin something, and he was the he was the physical embodiment of a Mac, and yeah. then you had like a nerdy guy that was supposed to be the PC. Uh, and they, it, the I whole, do, yeah, 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 yeah. Great yeah. commercials, great series. Um, and the other thing, you talk about. Okay, I know we've talked about Rhett and Link on here. You know, Red House, just a classic commercial. It's it's funny classic. as all get out. Go look that up if you've never Anthony seen it. Anthony Sullivan. Um, yeah. The the Taco Bell drive through. I want to see a version two of that with the updated Taco Bell uh menu because they don't have Mexican pizzas anymore. Taco Bell doesn't have Mexican pizzas anymore. That I never knew me. that they did. They had Mexican pizza. Dude, at one they point. they were awesome too. It's like a tostada, yeah. then refried beans and another tostada. And then you had all this cheese and sour cream and tomatoes on it. It was so good. I guess the meat was somewhere in between there, too. I guess it was it the, the unidentifiable meat product. Great F, another Simpsons reference. Uh, but the other thing, uh, the guys that do the uh, – have you seen the the Sasquatch body wash commercials yes. you see on like yes. Facebook and stuff? Those guys do a lot of commercials like that. Um. And I think it's part of all the same kind of the squatty potty. You remember the squatty yep, potty yep. with the little unicorn and the and the rainbow colored <laughs> rainbow colored poop that was actually ice cream or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's that that entire. Co- I think that's all part of the same company. They do really catchy, uh, you know, commer- Facebook commercials and things like that. Those are those are pretty good. Pitchmen is a docudrama television program produced for the Discovery Channel in the United States. The show followed infomercial producers and talent Billy Mays and Anthony Sullivan as they attempted to sell various inventions through direct response marketing, mainly through Telebrands, one of the largest direct response infomercial companies in existence. So Telebrands is the, uh, is the based out of Fairfield, New Jersey, that's that's your as seen on TV, yeah. Big big kind of uh, company there. Direct response marketing is what it's called. But yeah, that that was a great show. Pitchmen. There's only 16 episodes that aired. I, they stopped the show obviously because of Billy Mays passing away. Passing in 2009. Away? There are there are different stories, and I don't know if they ever really figured out. Well, I'll tell you what I've heard. Okay, they hit turbulence in an airplane. In the cargo bay opened up and suitcase came out, bumped him on the head and killed him. I I heard it was a cocaine overdose. <laughs> I might be completely well, wrong there. I thought that's what it was. Are you are you not channeling like a like a scene from like Maybe. that scene from Lost? Maybe. <laughs> with, the, uh, with, with the Marshall? with the marshal? With the marshal? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Let's see death. All right. Mays was found unresponsive by his wife in his Tampa, Florida home on the morning of June 28, 2009. Apparently, I got that confused <laughs> with something was, else. <laughs> he was pronounced dead at 7.45 a.m., appearing to have died sometime overnight. He died less than a month before his 51st birthday. Wow, too young. Da-da-da-da-pol- police did not suspect foul play. 
yet. Initially, there was incorrect speculation that he had died of a head injury after he was struck on the head by luggage after an airline landing see, mishap see, when there, tires I, I knew out. I heard that somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not completely off base. Maybe the it's an aneurysm. Hillsborough County, Florida medical examiner stated that Mays suffered from hypertensive heart disease and that heart disease was the likely cause of his death. That is probably what's going to get me too, Billy Mays. So cocaine was listed as a contributor, contributory cause of death. So there you go. Dadgummit Billy Mays. Yeah, I know it. That was not OxyClean. That wasn't OxyClean that way he was selling. You can snort it. <laughs> God. Oh, it's, it's we'll probably not have to a, edit uh, that whole entire part out of this episode. But. It's not. It's no coincidence that OxyClean was a white powdery substance. <laughs> but yeah, Billy, that whole seriously that oh, show I can't, is so I can't hilarious. Go, I can't go by without mentioning this. Have you ever seen Cheech and Chong up in smoke? Yes. Do you do you remember the scene where I think it's maybe Chong Tommy Chong knocks over a bottle of, of Ajax onto a paper like a paper plate. And like he's trying to clean it up, he's like, "Oh man, it looks like the real stuff." Some girl comes in and does a whole line of Ajax, like no, thinks it's th- just thinks it's blow and just does a whole line of Ajax. We're it's, gonna have to edit hilarious. out all of that. No, <laughs> I've said we'll nothing. Just, we'll just mark this episode as explicit. It's not explicit. I mean, we're talking about drug use. Not me. Not you. We're talking about movies and Billy Mays. <laughs> Yeah, Billy Mays here. It's 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 not explicit. Okay, all right. Now, if I drop an f bomb a little bit, it's explicit. Well, if you drop an f bomb, we'll just have to cancel. (laughs) We'll just have to start over from scratch. Beep. It's gone. It's gone off the rails. It's gone off the rails. Look, they don't know if we've edited out. Yeah, you don't know if we actually edited out or not. Yeah, they. I mean, we haven't, but they wouldn't know if we did. If the editing was good enough. Yeah. If. Or we can just put a beep over it, yeah. which is what we've had to do in the past. Yeah. That, you know, what what is... I was watching a video before you got here about The Office. Which the one? The American version okay. of The Office. And it was Brian Baumgartner on another podcast, and they were interviewing him about his audition for the role of Kevin. And... The interviewer basically said, you know, how did you feel about, were you nervous about the inter- the audition process? Were you excited? Were you, you know, how did you feel about the audition process? And he went on to explain he was incredibly excited because he was a huge fan of the British version. Mm. And he said that if done right, you know, this was going to be a huge hit in America. And then, you know, he got the job, but then they went on. The first season was basically just a massive flop. And they thought they were, they thought any day that they were going to get canceled, right? And there was a cup. There were a couple of NBC executives that pretty much told some of the producers and the showrunners that yeah, you're probably going to be canceled. So it was it was everybody was expecting it, and nobody really expected the show to then sort of in the second season turn that corner mm-hmm. and you know become the major hit that it became. I think it ran for like ten years or something like that. Yeah. But it's interesting, though. And see, I never watched that live. I didn't either. I, I, I didn't I, watch it until after it was over. Yeah, I didn't watch The Office. I didn't watch... Um, I didn't watch Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. I didn't watch Parks and Rec. And there was a, there's another one. How I Met Your Mother. I've yeah. not finished it, but I, I didn't watch it while it ran. Um, Friends. I've not been a big Friends guy. And then uh, uh, 
Seinfeld? No, well, Seinfeld too, Frasier as well. The Nerd Show. Big oh, Bang The Big Theory. Bang Theory. That That is the one show that I tried to keep up with. I didn't do a really good job of keeping up well, with it when everybody started out, marrying each other, they should have just went ahead and ended it before it got as deep as it went, I felt like. Well, I mean, obviously the network wants to get as much out of it as possible. Oh, sure. They're going to milk, yeah. milk it as much as they can. But i tell you what's been pleasantly surprising that I've really liked has been that young Sheldon. I can't get into it. Really? Yeah. The the his twin sister in the show, she's she's awesome. Just the the putbacks that she's got that that just you know slam them. Yes. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. And it's just it's just a funny thing. What what is it about some of these shows that make them funny? Like what why why is comedy comedy? I guess. Well, I don't know. Um, I think some of it's got to do with re- uh, relatability. You know, I've got a sister that's. 10 months younger than I am. Uh, we're Irish twins. There's I'm, only 10 months between Yes. Now? My gosh. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you a story off air. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for about six weeks there, we're the same age. She's She's got a birthday, Father's Day weekend, actually. Wow. And so we'll, we will both be 36 at the same time for six whole weeks. Amanda. Yep. Can I say her name? Sure. Well, she's an adult. So she's an adult. Matter. What is yeah. she going to do? Exactly. Sue you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Boom. Where were you going with that? <laughs> Where was I going with what? Yeah. Your sister. <laughs> oh, re- relatability. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, with that particular <laughs> show, the, the little girl. Um, y'all, I wish y'all could have seen him. <laughs> he, I, did, I, he, he rounded up his story, and then he did, he's like, yep, that was it. And then, it. He, and then yep. he took a sip of yep. his drink. And yeah, I'm trying to keep like, from what? coughing. I've still got the whole cough thing going on, but. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you were actually done, but it looked like you were done because you like, you know, no, you, you were asking you what makes comedy and, comedy, anyway, and yeah, I was yeah, I was yeah. going into uh, the, the Ooh, relatability God, of like my sister and I. We we have a lot of like putbacks against each other, and, and see, it's it, funny don't, because don't, you don't see that. Out no, of her. not out of um, no. So I, don't, I makes see it, that from her. It makes it even even funnier whenever yeah. she does it because like you just won't expect it. And all of a sudden, bam, she just hits you one. You're like, wait, what? Like yeah. like it's double take and like she's got she's got it in her oh she, oh, she but does she holds it in oh she holds it in until until we're we're beside it because I won't hold it in no you so then she's like all right you've lifted I'll up ma- your shirt before in a basketball game I've planned on doing that with, with no many, children many with no children in the audience well your child was there but your child is not like your My child doesn't go to the school <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, technically like you're just there yeah well you well. You've your role has slowly changed, but at that point in time, you were not a part of any major affiliation. Yeah, you, right. you weren't affiliated directly with school. Now you are, and now you can't do that because you are directly affiliated with school. Eh. Please don't lift up your shirt during a football hey, game. Hey, if it won't be during a football game, it'll be during what? During a basketball oh, game. Oh gosh! Look, if you'll Bruce, be directing. No, I won't. Not all of them. Well, yeah, not all. of We're only doing a couple. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh um, gosh, what was it? Was it? Uh, uh, Bruce Pearl was that the what the women's game or something when they made it to Final Four a couple years ago? Some Bruce Pearl was softball? that something? Was it softball? It couldn't have been girls basketball, Auburn, okay. Auburn or women's basketball. I want to say it was Bruce Pearl. Was that something? Anyway, and what did he do? He was shirtless and acting a fool. He's the head basketball coach. Well, he can do that. <laughs> it's Bruce Pearl. So. I'm Clint Thompson. Well, yeah. Yeah, we know. It'd be one thing if that standard was not already set. That standard's been set for a very long time. I want to know what David Murphy and Alex Farmer would have to say in this moment. 
about you. There's probably a st- there's probably stories there. Yeah, um, that's why I wish they were here. Alice couldn't be here. He had a he's he's on a camping fishing trip, but and Murphy couldn't be here because he had to take his girls to Starbucks <laughs> to, get some, to get some more Pikes Place. Yeah, Pikes Peak. He, he had to go on a Pikes Place adventure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what makes comedy comedy? What make what makes things I, I funny? Think, I think it's I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's situational. I think it's situational. Well, that as well. that has to do with with it being relatable relative to your sure. experience, right? Sure. So a comedy, you know, and there are these comedies out there, and I'm not saying that they're not funny, but a a comedy about you know a an older Mexican American family where the main character is is gay, I'm not going to relate to as much right. as you know, swamp people, <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to say that, but it's like, I mean, I'm from a town where if a reality TV show wanted to come in and really, I, by the way, if there's any reality TV show producer listening to this, I do have a family that I will pitch to you with a show concept Is anyway, mine? but no. Okay. But they're, so they're, I mean, we live around those kind of people, right? The, the Absolutely. rough, Blue, not, blue I, collar. You know, blue collar. Yeah, yeah. that's the term. Blue that's collar. the term we're going to use. Blue collar kind of family that whose thought processes and interactions with life and other people are just funny. Yeah. Like we realize, even though we're around them all the time, that yes, that is funny. But it's because I think we relate to it. Like we've had so when you talk about the Beverly Hillbillies, mm. you know, you've got the Clampets, and then you've got the Griswolds, right from Vacation movies. Vaca- the vacation series. National Lampoon's vacation series. We call ourselves, my family, we call ourselves the Griswolds. No, the Clampets. We're the Clampets. And then this other family that we always go on vacation with or when we were young, when I was young, we did. They called themselves the Clampets. And so, oh, and, and, so you're the Clampets? No, I'm the sorry. Clampets? They're the Griswolds. Just, One of us is the Griswolds. There you One go. of us is the Clampets. It doesn't matter. God, the, point of, the point of the story is that we gave ourselves those names because it characterized who we were. Sure. You know, one of us was, an, was a redneck family that didn't know any better, and the other family was just nothing but pure chaos and stupidity. Right. Take your pick. We, you know, and, and sometimes we would be the Griswolds, sometimes we would be the Clampets, whatever. But that was always funny to us, and those shows and movies were always funny to us because those things that happened to those people happened to us. Either happened to you, or you could see them happening to you. Could, yes, you could see something. You could see your dad doing something like Clark Griswold did. You know, like, hey, I'm going to shine up this metal, you know, skid plate and slide down this Snowbank. snowy hill and yeah. run and crash into a Walmart parking lot donation box. Yeah. Old school Walmart, by the way. Old school Walmart, not Old, a super center. Not a super center. You know those things are kind of making a comeback. Like the what were the, were they? They were just Walmart. They're just Walmart. Right? Yeah. Now is the one in Springville a super center. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. That, well, now they're calling them Walmart markets. Now it's Walmart market, and it's we're more, giving Walmart way too much publicity. Here. Yeah, we are. It's. Um, more like a grocery store with a little bit of stuff. So the old Walmart was like all the stuff, no yeah. groceries. Yeah. And then it became Walmart Supercenter where it had everything. And now the newer ones are kind of becoming grocery with a little bit of other stuff. There was one up near Huntsville, a Walmart market that Birmingham. had a gas station. Yeah. A gas gas pumps. Yeah. 
which is crazy to think about. See, dollar or was uh, it a Dollar General? Dollar General's got that. I think it's Dollar General. You're probably talking about a Dollar I'm, General. I'm talking about a Dollar General. That's yeah. what it was. Dollar General with a gas pump. Yeah, Dollar General's got a Dollar General market, DG market, market now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Walmart's got which a- Dollar General's done a really good job. How do we go from talking about comedy to Dollar General? But anyway, Dollar General's done a really good job at renovating <laughs> their stores around Christmas here. vacation. Does it every time? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But but no. So I don't know. I think when you look at why something is funny, and I know Murphy's going to have a lot of notes on what we're about to say. Yeah. But it's got to be within the realm of possibility, but outside of the typical occurrence of other normal events. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's got to be, yes, can it happen? Probably. But so certain things got to happen for it to be exactly, exactly that way. Yeah. Does it happen all the time? No. But, you know. But, you know, here here's my thing. Like, do we know? Well, you don't know until you know. Dang. Dang. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, but, but here's the thing. You, you put yourself in those kind, of, those kind of scenarios and you're like, I could see me getting trapped in the attic. You know, somebody raised the door and I get trapped in the attic or whatever. Wearing those weird clothes. Right. But here's the thing, like, I like to think I've got enough common sense that if I have fell through the floor onto my kid's bunk bed and I've already got a huge hole there, just go ahead and make the hole a little bit bigger and get out that way. I'm sure I, I'm sure he probably did. I mean, the filmmakers didn't. No. He was sitting on top of the thing when they pulled the... Oh, that's right, he was. Yeah, he was still in the attic. He was watching the movies. And when yeah, Lois, why didn't he just do that? I, I don't know. Plot hole. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. That's right, because he fell when they pulled it down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another plot hole is Eddie come in on fumes, and then he takes off to go get the boss. I mean, I guess we have to assume that he went and got gas. With what? He's got no money. Clark had to just buy the presents and everything for him. Yeah, that's a good point. Out of plot holes, man. Plot holes. Why are we poking plot holes in one of the greatest comedy movies of all time? Why? Because I have watched it so many times that we can do that. So why specifically is that movie funny? Is it because everybody has a family, and that at some point in that movie there are components of family life that we can relate to? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like the annoying family. Yes, I mean we all have annoying family. Sure, right? if you're not the annoying, if you don't know you have an annoying family, you're the annoying part of the family. Yeah, well, I guess I'm annoying. Well, I mean, if you don't have a black sheep, think about it. You're probably the black sheep. Oh, I, I will go, I will straight up and admit to you that I'm the black sheep of my family. Why would you say you're the black sheep of your family? I'm tall, handsome, incredibly wealthy. And very, very intelligent. And very intelligent. No, 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 no. Um, you know, most of my family are engineers, computer people, math people. Nick's just a hard, teacher. Hard, a wor- hard workers. I'm a very creative person, and that has... Not not put me on different... It has given me a different perspective on a lot of things. 
But, you know, like nobody else in my family is making a podcast. Nobody else in my family makes sure. videos or, or directs shows. You know, sure. like you and I both, we, we direct TV shows and produce, a, you know, stuff for here at the, at the, at the school. And, uh, you know, nobody else is a coach in my family. Right. I have a lot of ways of expressing my emotions. My family doesn't do that. Right. You know, I mean, yes, do they express that? Yes, they express their emotions, but they don't express them the way that I do. I would argue that they express them all sort of in a common way. And then I'm here on the outside expressing them in a completely different way on multiple levels. So that's why I would say I'm the black sheep. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm going to blow your mind here. Okay. Okay. And just go ahead and tell you. I am absolutely the black sheep in my family. I know you didn't expect that, but I'm the black sheep of my family. Are you too. being sarcastic? No, I'm being hella, <laughs> I'm being hella real right now. Because I did think that you would be the black that, sheep. That's I, I was being sarcastic in okay. my but but I actually am the black sheep because every everyone in my family's been blue collar, hard working, um, you know, except for me and my sister. We you know, I have a little bit of college, she's got uh, a degree she's a teacher in the same school system not the same school but the same school system and i know of her i've right. worked with her before but yeah um but you know by the way i knew her and worked with her before you technically knew me before i but when i knew you i didn't know y'all were related until like a year ago oh really <laughs> it was weird when i found, i'm like what? what that that one amanda that one? is clint's anyway yeah sorry their blood that's not like family like marriage related they're blood but when i realized y'all were siblings because i mean if you look at my brother and me we're completely different yeah yeah we're a man and i are on opposite ends of the spectrum i the easiest way is i'm a very extroverted person she's very introverted person that's the easiest explanation she's very quiet to herself i am loud and i'm out there but because i'm loud and out there that's part of the reason because for the longest time i just don't care you know i don't care what anybody has to say or what anybody thinks about me. I just, I do what I want to do because it's funny and because I like it. But the other reason too is I get, and I get made fun of within my family for it is, is because I'm kind of that white collar guy. I'm a, I'm a quality manager now. Quality control guy. Yeah. I, I work behind a computer and, you know, point out things that aren't right and In make an other office. people fix them. Yeah. Um, you know, Dad was a mechanic and, you know, construction worker and, and all this stuff. I've got uncles that, you know, uh, do con uh, construction, you know, uh, heavy equipment stuff. And, you know, they all think I can't do any of that stuff because of what my job is. Now, I can do some of that stuff, but I get made fun of all the time because of it. It's like, yeah, you don't know nothing about real work no more. That, that kind of stuff. They say that to you? Absolutely. Dang, they, they roast nothing. you. Yeah, they try to. Dang. They try to. And what's your comeback? Uh, I just look at them and say, well, I make more money where I don't have to. I would have just been or like, I make well, the money where I don't have to know how to do all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's they kind of shut up then. Yeah. Uh, either that or they're mad at me, one or the other. But I've always admired people that can work in construction because it's just, man, it's just, woof. It's, it's a it, for me. It's a jack of all trades, master of none. I can I can do enough of it to be dangerous with, but yeah. I'm also very aware whenever it gets over my head. I'm like, all right, I gotta call somebody. Well, I mean, it's a skill set it. in yeah. whatever part that you, whether you're a general contractor, a plumber, an electrician, a carpenter, it doesn't matter. You know, a guy that does drywall, a tile guy. It's it takes it takes a perfect example. A skill did, set. did I tell you that that maze? Uh, not maze. Uh, did I tell you that? 
the water heater incident in my house. You yes, but I don't think you told. I don't think you've said that on the podcast. I haven't said it on the podcast. So Mays was supposed to do some laundry one day while we were all at work. He didn't get any laundry done, so instead of coming in just crawling tail because he didn't do what I asked him to, I went in there and let it be known I was very angry by doing it myself. And what I was doing, I was slinging stuff and. So I took a, you know, went and got all the clothes together and separated them and separated them as mad as I could separate them. So then I grabbed the biggest load, which happened to be the colors, throw them in the washing, the washing machine. Well, when I put them in the washing machine, I kicked the, um, I kicked the thing of toilet paper, you know. And it's not like the big case you buy at Walmart. It's like the little tower that goes inside. It's like a individually wrapped twelve pack or whatever that goes inside those. Anyway, it made me mad. It's like, man, why is this still on the floor? So I took it put it up on a shelf above me well the shelf that's above me goes all the way to the wall on one side and it stops about four foot short on the other because i used to have a gas hot water heater and had the flume that come up the the exhaust flume that come up so i didn't run the shelf all the way well, that's we a great word over, the flume um so i uh so i didn't run it all the way over the top of it well we got an electric hot water heater and I never extended the shelf. Well, when I took and shoved that thing of toilet paper up there, we had a big cannon pot, big heavy cannon pot on the very, very edge. And when I that you can it, with. Yes. Not that you shoot cannonballs with. Yes. Canning. Canning. Cannon. I didn't say yeah. cannon. Well, it sounded like Canning. to the to the untrained, unsouthern. Unsouthern. unsouthern there you go. It ain't ear. untrained. Yes. To the um, untrained, unsouthern ear, it sounded like you said cannon. Canning. Go ahead. Canning. I mean, I'm not saying you have to pronounce it that way, but I'm just I'm t- to help our listeners in Ireland, you know, and Germany and Atlanta. <laughs> um. Anyway, when I shoved the toilet paper in there, this this big canning pot fell off. When it fell off, it fell on top of the hot water heater. Well, I don't know if you've ever looked at your hot water heater, your inlet for your cold water and your outlet for your hot water right on top. That pipe snapped. Snap the the hot water line. Water's everywhere. I have to run outside, cut the water off. Then I have to make a special. And this is on a Friday. I just got home. Didn't want to do anything. And then I get home. The clothes aren't done. And I'm like, now I got to go to you know to to the hardware store and, and get stuff to to fix this stupid thing with. And it's a bad day. Why Why were you telling that story? <laughs> Oh, because because you were talking about the the people that um, had to do a skill, a trade, yeah, a yeah, skill. Yeah, yeah. So so the, I fixed it, you know, and it's not like a, it's not like it was super super hard. You just kind of basically replace what what was broken, but at the same time, if it went way deeper than that, I would have had to got. Some it was help. one of those moments. See, I can do right something. Yeah, yeah. That, it was one of those. Yeah, I, I'm not a complete dumb butt when it comes right. to. Some of this stuff. Sure. Not all of it, but some of this stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just enough to be dangerous with it and be able to get myself out of a jam. Well, that's like when, and I think I've told this on the podcast before, but that time when, I think you're, Clint's about to sneeze. He's paused. I'm not going to be able to sneeze now. You called me out on it. Okay. It'll he, come. Keep he, going. He looks miserable. So when one of my, basically, cousins, when he crashed his truck into a wooden fence, that next day... We came out to fix the fence for the guy. We knew the guy. Anyway, it was a cattle fence. So it took us most of the day to fix the fence because, one, Foo took out 
50 foot of fence. It, but nobody, that's not his government name. I can say his nickname, right? You, you, can, you just can't say his full government name. Yeah. I'm not going to say Gary Larry Ted Foster the Third. Wow. He's got yeah. four names. It sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Continue Gary, on. Gary Larry Ted Foster the Third. Because that's a real name. Yeah. Uh, but no, so we go, we're working on this fence, and the guy, the guy one of the guys on the crew who's helping us works for Fu's dad as a tree guy. Mm-hmm. And he d- he's done construction before. And so we're wrapping up kind of there at the trees end of the day. are everywhere. Trees are everywhere. Call Harris Tree Service. And we're wrapping all of that up. He mentions to me, hey, what do you do? You know, what do you do? Are you going to start working with us? Da, 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 da. And, the, and the kids look at him and say, yeah, he's, our, he's one of our teachers and coaches. And, and Justin looks at me like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you do? I thought you were like a guy just looking for a job. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I've, I have a college degree I, not in I, fixing fences. I, yeah, obviously not in fixing. I was I was the I was low man on the totem pole that day. Oh, I you're was, the gopher. Well, I wasn't the gopher. Like, I mean, I operated the drill and saw and all that, but okay. I was definitely not the guy giving orders. Sure. Let me just put it to you that way. Sure. Even though I was the second oldest person there. So anyway. Wait till it, it, it hits it, you when you when when you really realize you're old now because it's hit me in the last couple of years and I'm I'm the old guy now. I mean, you're not. I'm not. But the gray hair doesn't help. No, I'm just talking about the, like the people that I'm around. Like used to, I used to always think of myself as one of the kids for obvious reasons. But now, like I'm around Maze's friends and everything, I'm like, man, I, I gotta be the responsible one. <laughs> I'm the old you guy. You gotta now. remind yourself that you're the dad. I'm the old guy now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so if you like, I don't know that that to me in that moment that told me because well, I do look young. I mean, I do kind of look like, and in that context, I can understand he didn't know anything about me. What a vain statement, know? by the way. Thank you. What? 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 I'm not an old looking guy. I mean, so, you're not. So vain. No, you. Me? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. What Am a, I? What a vain statement. Okay, okay. If you... Let me just put it to you this way, good sir. My first year here, three years ago... I mean, I haven't changed much in three years. Right. But your first I'm year walk- here, you were four years re- or almost five years removed from high school. Yeah. Okay. But I haven't changed since then. Okay. Okay, so let's think about... Let's keep that in mind. I'm walking down the hallway. It's my planning period. And a substitute teacher stops me and says, excuse me, where's your hall pass? Are you serious? I've never told you this story. I've never heard this story before. That is awesome. And I'm wearing my badge on my belt loop, my school, like my employee ID badge. And I I take it Uh, off and I go, ma'am, I work here. (laughs) Like, I, I, I graduated college. I literally had your class four years ago and you don't remember me. Yeah. Well, she was a sub. Oh. Yeah, substitute. So, but... That's awesome, by the way. Yeah, that's a great story, isn't it? Great story. You ever so heard, any, you ever heard the story of? Well, do you have any more that you're adding? Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, we've gone so far down this rabbit hole. We've got to get back to comedy at some point. Well, but anyway, on. I'm about to get to another rabbit hole. Because, okay. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, to. exactly. So th- there was a story of we should have just called it the rabbit hole. We could have, um, or pig trails. Yeah. Um, there was a story of. 
of a guy. He owned a company, and he's sitting there, and he's watching all these workers. And this guy comes up, and he's really, really lost, doesn't know what to do. And the guy says, hey, son, how much do you make? And he tells him, you know, I make $500 a week. He says, here's $1,000. You're fired. Go home. Thought that he made an example of this kid that didn't really know what was going on. And he, you know, kind of poked his chest out for a little while. Then he got kind of curious who he fired, so he asked the guy who he fired. He said, well, all these people here, we, we had pizza brought in. That was a pizza guy. He was just looking to get paid, and you just gave him $1,000. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. So, I mean, but that moment just kind of told me, you know, like, I don't know. It, it doesn't really, to your point, I admire those people that can do that every day. Because oh, when I did that, that one day, I realized, yeah, this I'm is not. I'm not cut out for this. This is not. It's not. Could I do it if I have to? Absolutely. Oh, yes. But now that I know that I have a choice. Yeah. You know, some people don't for whatever circumstance. Kids, family, hey, I just need to go and support myself, right. whatever. I have the luxury of not being in that position. Sure. I have the luxury of having a, a job. And this was during spring break. That's how I had the time to right. do this. So I was off work. Anyway, it it does kind of put into perspective that moment of, yeah, wow, I, I'm glad I don't have to come back tomorrow and do something like this again. You know, so, and and nothing against people that do that. Oh no, gosh, no! Because gosh, no. this country is built by people like that: architects, engineers, construction workers. You know, if if you know a trade, more power to you. 100%. Welders, man. Gosh, like I've got a I got a buddy of mine who I say a buddy of mine, a former student who just got done i believe he just got done taking classes at local community community college here and he's got his welding certification and he's going to start out in birmingham at, at um drummond i think mm-hmm. i think he's i think they're going to start him at like 24 an hour yeah and i'm going and you know he's got retirement and all that and I'm yeah like, mm. wow so you're going to be making more money than i am that's not Without- including Overtime without a college education. Without a college education, yep. he he got a. I mean, he got a certification, but it took him you know twelve months to get. Sure, not four years. Sure, so, and, and that's the weird thing. I mean, gosh, it's you a vocation. About, yeah, you talk about a about a rabbit trail. I mean, because this is nothing. Which compared. we've we've done an episode on this before. You weren't on that episode, but if you want to go back, we'll link it in the show notes. You can go yeah. down and click on it. The college versus career kind of deal. Yep. Me coming from the college perspective, Brandon Farmer coming from the career kind of vocation perspective. We talk about that, but we'll yeah. leave that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, you talk about the rabbit hole. That's a rabbit hole in itself because for years and years we've we've pushed in America the whole go get a college education, college education, college education. Well, now we've got a whole probably two generations of people that aren't tradesmen. You know, now we need trades. Go do a trade because you'll make more money than most colleges. You know, college degree people will now. Exactly, and and to a certain extent, yes, for certain professions, I would argue if you're going to be a doctor, if you're going to be a lawyer, if you're going to be a teacher, yes, obviously the only way to get into yeah, that there's, profession there's is a, college there, degree. There's, yeah, absolutely. But and there's a calling for those things too. Exactly, but don't go to college. You know, like I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm just saying there's a there's a difference between going to college and not knowing what you're going to major in yeah. and getting like a a business degree when you don't plan on going into business right 
or just a random English degree and you don't plan on, you know, like, I mean, you, the really the or only a thing history you degree needed, or a history degree and don't plan on using it for anything. Exactly. Yeah. Like go learn a vocation. If, if your goal is to make money, right. if you're not looking for some sort of intrinsic profession or some sort of way to express yourself in your profession hmm. and all you care about is making money. Go learn a trade. Go learn a vocation. Yes, absolutely. Make it. Go make a ton of money being a carpenter, an electrician, an HVAC guy. Yeah, there's a ev- big demand for HVAC. Everybody guys. needs air conditioning. Have or you, HVAC women, whatever. Yeah. Have you Have you been outside today? It's ninety exactly. degrees. It's hot. And it's humid. hot and humid. People are gonna want their air conditioning. Exactly. Hundred percent. So two two things that absolutely make their money or are worth every dollar you pay to have these the, these two things done. Tree services. Not joking. Run a chainsaw for about eight hours. You'll understand. Or have and a tree fall on you, exactly, or your house, or your house, or um, concrete. Have you ever have you ever finished concrete I have, before? And it's oh my horrible. gosh, it's terrible. It's horrible. We did our sidewalk in front of our house. Those guys that do that, you could charge me a thousand dollars an hour, and if that's the best rate I can find, it's worth it. Absolutely, I, I agree. That and that, that goes that kind of goes to asphalt that is, guys too. Yes, because asphalt, like the heat that it's you have hot, to deal with yeah. with asphalt, it's ridiculous. Yep. But there's an art to it too. There man. is. Gosh. There is. So back to comedy. Yeah, back um, to comedy. You know, we, <laughs> which has not been found in this show <laughs> at all. I I do think. Oh no, we did we did make fun of Billy Mays a lot. We did, and I'm sure somebody will laugh at that. Somebody might get offended. But somebody somebody might get will offended, laugh but at it. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. I think comedy is just a really really. When you look at comedy actors, a lot of times somebody will go into or they'll become famous as a comedic entertainer, and then they will transition into a more dramatic role. And we're all surprised when they do a really good job in that dramatic role, but a lot of times... They fall on their faces. It's, it's, well, I, it's harder to be funny than it is to be dramatic. And so when they get the fact that, like for instance, Steve Carell... You know, he's transitioned really well into those serious roles. Yeah. I'm going to argue it's harder to be funny than it is to be dramatic. That's that's me personally. I think it's harder to be dramatic just because you, as, as an actor anyway, because you have to really sell that drama. It's facial expression. It's not just words and how you portray them. It's facial expressions and, and reactions and things like that. Um, See, I, I'll give you an example. Um Jim Carrey. Yeah. Funny guy. Top of his game back in the 90s. And then he tra- tried to transition to a more serious role, and it just fell flat on his face. And Well, I'll, I also think that's about the time where he kind of went cuckoo. Yeah, yeah, well. P- personally. Yeah. His personal life. But, I mean, I, I think it's harder to be funny than it is to be dramatic. I don't know. That's just, That's coming from somebody. I don't view myself as a funny person. Mm-hmm. I know that I I have been and that I can be funny, but I don't I'm not that guy in the group. I'm not that funny guy. You know what I mean? You are Hammy definitely is and it's funny you say that Hammy hates comedy. Are you serious? I swear it. I swear Kevin it. tries to be but he's not. <laughs> I wonder if he'll listen to this. I don't know, but you can't edit that out now. <laughs> no takesy backsies. Uh, we um, love you, Kevin. 
Yeah, Hammy, Hammy will flat out tell you he doesn't like comedy. Like, he's a funny guy, and he comes up with some amazing one-liners just when you're just talking to him. Oh, he killed me that one night we went to Bucky's. Yeah, but he doesn't like comedy. He just, so he doesn't like watching, like, Dumb and Dumber nope. or, you know. Those are I not some know. of his favorite movies. He, he he prefers, like, dramas or documentaries or things like really? that. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I, it, 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 you know... Also, I mean, and there's a dark side of this that I'm about to say. You look at people that are super, super funny, and they, you know, they have just re- some really, really bad things going on in their life. Like Robin Williams. Everybody loved yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah. And then just the, the way depression. Yeah, the, the yeah. way it ended and everything for him is just it's sad. Talk about a comedic genius. That guy, oh, his timing, his wit. Most everything he energy. ever did was all improv. And that's the thing is a lot of, I think like 90... 90, 95, maybe 100% of his scenes from the animated version of, of Aladdin, Aladdin. Yeah. were all improvised. Yeah, whenever he was doing all the voice impersonations and everything, they had to they had to make the movie fit his Animate lines. to him. Yes. So like when he's doing... Get ja- there. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that whole, that whole scene right there. Gotta go he- get the girl, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. God, that movie. That movie was so good just because of him. Yeah. I mean... Gosh, I, I quoted Mrs. Doubtfire today, actually, to Alex and Mickey while we were at lunch. It Did was, they pick and, up on it? Yes, they died okay. laughing. Died laughing. But, all quick, right. Quick wh- side note. Yes. Did, did you ever watch the um, the second or third um, Aladdin movie that came out? I think it was like a straight-to-home video. I have not seen it. One no. of them was like Return of Jafar. I think it was yeah. the second one. Um, I did not know this. Because they sound, you can tell there is a difference, but it was a it was a good transition to another actor. Do you have any idea who did the voice of the genie in the 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 uh, cartoon and the sequels? There's an Aladdin cartoon, no, uh, and then there were the, the couple of sequel movies. Dan Castanella. Now, really, when, do you know who Dan Castanella yes, is? Yes, you know who the voice of um, Homer Homer Simpson. Simpson. Yes. The voice of Homer Simpson was the voice of the genie in the animated cartoon series. That's crazy. That guy, that guy is, is very talented. And is there anything funnier than watching like live video of those guys doing their voices? Like Seth, Seth MacFarlane yeah. doing like Stewie and Peter and all that. Just not the animated side, but just watching him. In like, the booth. Right. When he, were, like, he like swells his neck to do a certain or like, like you know, kind of thins out his thins out his uh, throat a little bit to make the Stewie voice or whatever. That that's some real talent. I think it is. That's uh that's neat to watch. It's so interesting because it's such a unique trade and going back to crafts and trades, it's voice acting. Comedy, I think comedy in and of itself is a craft. I think you have to have a mindset in a in a sort of physical ability to convey that comedy because it's all about timing and rhythm and perspective yes. and wit. You know, you look at a lot of stand up comedians and it's really like I'll I'll scroll through TikTok and a lot of random stand up comedians will come through. There's one that I follow, his name's Dusty Slay. And he's from Opalaka. He he he's not huge, but he's kinda gotten small breaks here and there. And his his comedy is is very he's very dry, it, and very 
I don't know how to describe it. Subversive, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. It's, for instance, he after after every big joke, he's like, "All right, everybody's having a good time. We're we're having a good time." And he's like pointing to the crowd. Yeah, we're having a good time. Having a good time. All right, all right. You know, and 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 it's like, it's it's this. It's funny. Yeah. But if I were to do it, it wouldn't be funny. Sure. He has that ability to know how he can make something completely random and ordinary funny. Here's the thing, though. You you take these guys that go and they do comedy. Um, dry bar comedy is a good one, Love too. that. I love dry bar love comedy. Love dry bar comedy. The, the old guy that gets up there and he makes fun of millennials. Yes. He's he's hilarious. But I'm a millennial. Yeah. Yes. Um. I can link guys that do stand-up comedy to coaching in a way because you have to read the room. If you're doing your set, yes. if you do you yes. set, your set and you go, I'm going to read this joke. Not read it, but I'm going I'm to tell this you're joke. You're going to recite it, yeah. I'm going to recite it. I say this joke. It goes over well, we go to next joke. It goes over poorly, completely different direction. Yeah, then we're, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, yes. oh, crap, oh, crap. Yes. Hey, power didn't work. Let's run play action. Exactly. Play action didn't work. Let's just punt it and see exactly. what happens. You do have to read the room. Yeah. You have to figure out. And that, I mean, even when you're writing the material, like neither one of us are stand-up comedians. We actually do know a guy that tried to do stand-up comedy. You don't know who it is. Is it Mickey Farmer? No. Oh, okay. No, gosh, no. Um, but yeah. Not that, Mickey, you're not funny because, Mickey, you are funny in your own way. But, but like, yeah. if you go and see, you know... Joe Schmo at Birmingham and you watch his show and you have a great time and you go to Huntsville, there's a pretty good chance you might see the exact same show and be like, eh, I've already seen this. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. If the rooms are the same, but the rooms are different, you might get a completely different show. You might get some of the same jokes. But it's just it those guys those guys are talented to be able to do that. And the ones that aren't, God love them. Like the Roy D. Mercer, and I know I've mentioned it before, but the Roy D. Mercer phone calls. Mm. Those get me every time because, again, I think it relates to us. I mean, we know, you and I both know a Roy D. Mercer. There's a Roy D. Mercer that lives somewhere around here Hmm. that we've run into that has done something that Roy D. Mercer did on one of those phone calls at some point. So I I don't, it's so, comedy's so vast, but it can be very specific at the same time. And I think it's, much easier to be funny specifically but if you can be funny in a broad sense yeah. in a in a broad sort of manner that reaches a ton of people like Robin Williams was <sighs> or Steve Carell in the office was mm-hmm. that's what she said exactly i feel like i feel like that's a true art that's 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 impressive to me yeah recommendations what do you got um well i I, I had one, and I'm going to completely can it. I'll save it for another time. Then I had another one, but now I've got another one now that you said that, and I think I'm just going to re- recommend both of them. So we're talking about comedy, and two of the things that make me laugh the most, and I guess these are both recommendations, one is uh, Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. Yes. The dad jokes yes. that he comes up with and just, you know, just the manner, again, the mannerisms <laughs> are, are hilarious. Um, but another one, and, and this this right here will give you a real sense of, of, of what, what I'm about. So 
Toy Story, huge phenomenon, right? Yeah. They've made four movies. Major. Well, in the four, fourth movie, they've come up with a, a spork and turned him into a character with googly eyes and, and uh, a... Forky. Uh, yeah, Forky. So they've got these Pixar uh, shorts, shorts for Forky Ask a Question. So Forky was made, he wasn't produced, and he doesn't know all about the world, but he wants to. So in all these different episodes, he asks, you know, just kind of silly questions like, for instance, what is a computer? He wants to know what a computer is. Well, you know, one of the other toys are trying to explain to him what a computer is, and it goes into a whole lot of stuff that I'm not going to go into here. Go check it out. But, like, one of the ones that just made me die laughing, I'm talking about for minutes upon minutes of just laughter from me, and everybody's, like, looking at me like, That's, this guy's lost it. He asked a question, wanted to know what cheese was. So the little unicorn uh, toy was like, okay, I'm tired of you asking all these questions. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know right now. So he rides around the room. He's talking about a bed talking about uh, math, talking about what music's the best, you know, all this, that, and other. And they get to the very, very end, and he still doesn't know what cheese is. And he's like, well, what is? And the unicorn's like, don't you even do it. And he's like, what is cheese? He says, you know what? I got a question for you. Explain to me what macroeconomics is. (laughs) And Forky's like, you mean Keynesian macroeconomics? (laughs) And he's like, yes. Keynesian macroeconomics. And he goes in this huge spell of what it is. He's like, yeah, everybody knows that, you big dummy. And That's I laughed, hilarious. I laughed That's at hilarious. that so long. That's hilarious. But he still didn't know what cheese was. He knew what he knew what Keynesian macroeconomics is, but he didn't know what cheese was. Exactly. Exactly. So, mentioning Modern Family, the character that cracks me up every time... On that show is Cam Tucker, as uh, played by Eric Stone Street, who yeah. I think is just a great actor. He is because he's he's that Southern guy that's kind of out of his element because he's from Missouri. I think it is. I think in so. The show. Yeah, he grew up so on a farm, he's but very, he's gay. Yeah, and he's, he's and, and everything's like talking about the, the 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 pig farm and and. But he's very dramatic at the same yes, time. Yes, and it is hilarious. Played by a straight guy too. Yes, Eric Stone Street is <laughs> hilarious as that Joker. I mean. That guy, it's it's really really. So funny. That, that's another one of those shows that took me a while to come around to. I guess just because of 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 what it was and what it stood for and everything. But then I kind of gave it a chance. And Ed O'Neill's funny, you know. He, he is he, he is that he's very funny. Well, he, which he was hilarious in in all the other stuff he's done. Married with Children. Yeah, I think that's. I say underrated because people in this generation don't know it as well as like people in my generation do. But. Um, yeah, funny show. A lot, lot of things that are just, just really funny about it. Uh, that one went on for about 10 seasons, too, I believe. Uh, it's just now recently went off the air. Do you know who helped create it? What uh, famous individual? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Doc. Doc Brown from Back to the Future. I always wondered if it was the same one. It's like, you're telling me that it is. Doc Brown is the one that created this. It is. It, so. is, it is the same The same Great gentleman. Scott! It is Great Scott, right? From Back to the Future. It's Great Scott. Yes. I'm pretty sure it is. Yes. Let's see. Hold on. It may be a different Christopher Lloyd. I'm thinking it's a different Christopher There's Lloyd. There's no way. There are two people named Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, there are. There are two different people named Christopher Dang it. I was hoping it would be him. But he's 60, but the current, the Doc Brown Christopher Lloyd is like 82 yeah, or something. Yeah, he's, he's got to be on up there. But he's married to a guy named, or he's married to a lady named 
Arlene Sorkin. Gosh, she's got to be related to Aaron Sorkin somehow. Who's Aaron Sorkin? He's a famous screenwriter. Oh. But she worked on Batman the Animated... No, she voiced Harley Quinn in Batman the Animated Series. Wow. Yeah, fun fact. So, but not, re- not a recommendation, but if, if you're looking for some, something to kill, that Batman the Animated Series was good. I loved it. I almost started watching it the other day. Really? Almost, yeah. Almost. Because it's on HBO Max right now, isn't it? Or now. Yes. HBO, HBO Now. now. What, whatever it is. No, HBO. Max. Max. Yeah. yeah, we were right the first time. HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great HBO series. Max. Great series. I love that series. So my recommendation is going to be the show, the Canadian television show, Letterkenny. Wait a minute. You've already done this. Have I already recommended it? I think you've already Okay, I'm going to recommend this. the current season, the season that just aired. Okay. It is amazing. It started, it started high, and then it dipped. It dipped bad. Yes, but it's gotten... this it gotten better? This season's gotten better. Okay. Yes. The current season that's just come out. Yes. I, I think whenever they did the, the monologue coming in the one episode, and he's talking uh, the alphabet, yeah. and he's like... Gosh, I can't even repeat any of that just because it's I don't hilarious. remember it, but it's yeah. hilarious. Because every word he say, says is like an A or a B or a C, and he goes through the entire alphabet. But it's all of like stuff located in and yes. around Letterkenny. Yes. It's hilarious. It's great. It's awesome. Zebra Zululing. Exactly. You know, yeah. Zop, just well, not crazy Zop, alliteration. Yeah. 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 It, great show. Well written. I mean, the acting's little, okay. A little on the bad side. It's got some language. Oh, in it's it. very raunchy. It's very at times. raunchy at times. Yes, very not family safe. Oh, look the ground. Yeah, but but it's really it's really good, really entertaining, really funny. Yes, it's it's had some hiccups, but still very. What funny. what is the the, the big Hulu, guy? The big guy's name? Squirrely Dan. Yeah, yeah. Isn't he always say me thinks? Yes, me thinks that we need to go. Oh, look the ground. Watch Great it. character. Yeah, great. Watch character. it there, Squirrely Dan. Oh, look the ground. And their accents, too. The accents get me every time. But All right, guys. That's been our recommendations. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate you folks listening. Please. And we want to hear reviews more. Absolutely. Seriously. Oh. Like, go review us on whatever platform you're listening, whether it's Spotify, can you, can Apple you review, Podcasts, I know Google you Podcasts. can on Apple. Can you, rev- can you review them on Google? Because I don't think I've ever seen... I think you can. I know I've never seen one on Spotify. On, like, on ours or... You're a Spotify guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen one. I don't know. I'm a po- I'm an Apple Podcast guy. See, I I listen to like hours. I listen on Apple, but others that I listen to, some I I split it up. If I've started it on one, I'll keep it. That way, it keeps. You're up a mixed which breed. One. Yeah, you're a mutt. But like, yeah, pretty much. Heinz fifty seven. I'm a I'm a pure breed. Just in the podcast there. Like, Alrighty like then. Overall. Alrighty then. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget, you can talk or go here. I'm going to have to cut that off because, you know, the music's going to come in and it's going to, like, disrupt all that. So we're, the you just want to do that editor's again? editor's going to have to cut that off. Huh? You just want to do that again? No. No, okay. I, I think we should leave it. Okay. I think we should leave it. Oh, no. Just fade it out.